All right, what up? You're listening to Real Talk, Episode 5. This is Oliver from IndieRockBakery.com. This is Jeremy from uh, ItIsNotForYou.com. All right, let's get right into it. Um, you know, at the start of every one of our shows, we usually either talk about El Prado or we talk about bars that have back patios. And today we have a very special top of the show because, as it turns out, El Prado now has a back patio. Uh, maybe the best of both worlds. Uh, the thing I fucking love about El Prado is fucking standing out front, smoking cigs, hanging out, saying hello to people, mostly giving girls that I do not like, but because they're girls, I have to give them things, my cigarettes. And now with the back patio, you can take a leisurely step outside with your drink, have a cigarette, and you know what? Feel like a goddamn adult. Not like you have to put, like, you know, like the L.A. tradition, you put a cocktail napkin. I don't know if it's only L.A., but I just noticed it. I guess I'm in, you know, now of drinking age. But you put a cocktail napkin over your drink, and then you step outside mm-hmm. to smoke or do handle your business, or whatever. And you come back inside, and like your drinks are shoved in a corner somewhere. Like, oh, they're just yeah. One of the nice things about the the El Prado patio is that you can bring your drinks out there, which is so semi rare. I feel like. No, I feel like every patio you have to be able to bring your drinks out there. That's the whole point. Is that it's attached to the bar, you can walk right through, and like the whole point. Of smoking patio. You can't do it at shortstop. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. I do it all the time. Well, I mean, you can't. Really? I, mean, I feel you're not like supposed there's to. really. I've been in there all the like every every I will say this every confrontation I've had outside at at, at fucking Prado, uh, excuse me, shortstop has involved being outside, uh, except for most recent one. Uh, started being outside. All oh, right, see you never. <laughs> yeah, see you never. I uh, started being outside and uh, then um, you know uh, I drink in hand, smoking cigarettes, blah, blah blah, the whole deal. I think, by the way, real talk moment. I think you should uh, cut down on your smoking. It's not good. <sighs> right. Tough racket. I was in sales. <laughs> Um, let's get back on topic. El Prado also, they have wine now. Their mm-hmm. whole, uh, you know, you go in there and it's one of those places where they have like the, the drinks, well, beer up until very recently. Very, uh, seasonal and, uh, um, a rotating uh, menu. Local of, brewery, uh, microbrewery beer. And, and uh, it's like, it's written in chalk or some kind of glass exactly. pen on the mirror. And we went in there the other day and it was like, looked like it had been tagged up. But it's just because they added a bunch of new drinks and, and they have wine now. No, it's crazy. Like when you when it was just a beer selection, you went in there and there was maybe eight or nine beers and they were written up and like we go in there the other day and it's the entire back wall, which was just open mirrors, is now covered in everything. And I'm thinking, Holy shit, look at all this beer. And then I started looking at it and it's right. got fucking countries, years, and like, oh my god, it's fucking wine. Here's the issue, El Prado, it's our place, everybody knows our name, we fucking love it. Now that they serve wine. Is this, is this what I posed to you, the bane of my existence, the first six months of in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. the fucking Venice Beach, California, spinach, chips, wine bar? Does Echo, are, are we participating in the destruction of everything we love about the east side? East side. Are we, are, are we participating in that? That's what I want you to know, Oliver. Is, are you and I doing it? I feel easy, we are. Easy, relax. Here's my answer. I don't think so. I think that wine, quite frankly, is like a logical uh, extension for them. I mean, it's like they have beer and, you know, like some people like beer and some people don't. And, you know, so they're like adding the wine contingent, appealing to a slightly broader audience. But like the philosophy, I feel like, is the same. I mean, they have like a... It's not a large selection. I mean, it seems large because they just like doubled. It's a large this. selection. They probably have it's, over twenty five. It's not a large selection the of wine. I mean, it's it's like it's a large selection compared to like the six or seven beers that they had That's before. True. But That's I mean, true. Like, but I will say this: 
I am willing to tear down my beloved east side brick by fucking brick from Dodger Stadium down to like the very bleeding edge by that jiffy lube over near that fucking awful restaurant next to uh, Intelligentsia. I will tear my east side down. Apologies to Boyle Heights. I will tear my east side down brick by brick. If that means my favorite local bar, instead of fucking a bunch of fleet foxes looking motherfuckers and they're drinking their beers and chatting about their fucking amphitheater's built, that place is crawling with fucking chippies. Because guess what? They've got wine of the month and all the kinds of great shit. Not to be dismissive or reductivist to the chippies or the wine, but personally, um, I am a, uh, a Neanderthal when it comes to appreciating wines. Yeah, I mean, you know? that's fine, but here's the thing. Like, I don't think that all of a sudden, because like El Prado has wine, that like every wine-drinking motherfucker in the whole city is going to come and like blow up your spot. I don't think that like Echo Park like has the cachet that you think it has. I mean, I know that you're still enamored with it, and that's great, and that's wonderful. You're okay. saying, you're saying I mean, this place you... opening up doesn't draw outside people in. I think it does. I think it does. I think people will make the 20-minute drive from outside of town or wherever the fuck we live to come in and sit in a place called El Prado where they spin records, and they da 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 and like, oh, guess what? The kids are here. It's fun. I think it happens. It's called gingivacation. I think I think that's what it is. And the sad part is, I think what's blowing your mind and what is blowing my mind, we're my part mind, of it. My mind is not blown. We're part of it. And I understand that. I understand that. I understand that by living where I live, paying the rent that I do, I am destroying my neighborhood. Like, I understand that. And it breaks my fucking heart, but like, I'm not moving. Like, it's awful. Like, going to El Prado and fucking like paying, you know, like $45 for beers and wines, like, it's, out, it's fucking nuts. But we you, like re- it. you realize you funded this wine expansion. I know, totally I did. Are you kidding me? Going there, buying those Lachus? Those fucking, like, winter ales? What happens, like, as soon as they get those ducats? What happens when they, as soon as they get those ducats? As soon as they get that last ducat, what do they do? What do they do? They go and they buy a fucking wine cellar. Put that shit up, put that shit on Yelp, blow it up. Oh, guess what? Now we're a wine bar. You know what? In six six months, if they leave us. Ollie, what if they leave us? What did I tell you about talking too loud? You're peeking again. I apologize. What if they leave us in six months? (laughs) They're not leaving any. Okay, first of all, do you even know who's behind Prado? The motherfucker owns the Echo. Yeah, so it's not like these aren't like new guys on the scene who are like, oh, you know, I mean, they know what they're doing. The, no, they, they know, know what they're they, doing. They know what they're doing. That's these the are fucking chief gentrifiers. The, the question is, are they cynical enough to say the fucking upper crust niche wine bar slash beer bar hasn't been suited in Echo Park and people will come to it and we can be on the forefront of the of the, the rebirth, quote unquote, the said Moses thing of Echo Park? Are they those guys? Or, or are they guys who say, hey, we found a great space. Wouldn't it be great to put a great fucking Longwood bar in here, play just records, and just have, like, great beers? And they and did ducats. that, and they and loved it. And then when they thought, you know what, let's just add wines. That's the difference. Oh, so That's you, the difference. You see, here's the thing. You think that this, like, adding wine was a turning point, and all of a sudden they were like, No, oh, I don't. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I think it's just that you don't like wine. <sighs> I will say this. I think our resolution will agree. Wine. If you uh, uh, disagree, you can call the hotline. Uh, but I will you say do the hotline? You yeah, like, it out? Do, you know, get the hotline number out. I feel like... Call the Real Talk hotline. Let us know what you think about El Prado serving wine. 323-545-6252. Call it up. Call it up right now. Put this number in your phone. I'm going to say it again. 323-545-6252. Standard messaging rates apply. That's true. Just call us up and let us know how you feel. Like, if, even uh, if you're not from LA, you haven't been El Prado. Like, you have a place that you go where they open up wine. How do you feel about it? Okay, whatever. Let's, let's move on. Um, all right. We should talk about um, the rash of. I guess they're not really quite muggings because people aren't really getting. Uh, they're what's called getting robbed. But yeah, people are getting beat up like around Silver Lake and Echo Park. Now they there has have been a rash of. Uh, well, I guess people getting beat up like on the street. Single males being targeted yes. and not really even getting robbed, but like getting beat up and then just you know sort of being. But left like from to... what I've heard, and this may be like just like you know hearsay, whatever. Mm. It's not just like getting like beat up, like you fucking talk some shit to like. Well, some a couple of the people got like 
Yeah, it's like hurt. Beat up pretty bad. Like, I mean, the issue is like, it's not just one guy approaching you. Like, from what I'm understanding, it's groups of males attacking single dudes like walking around. And uh, what's kind of making me not nervous, but more just like, you know, like, I mean, I would consider Silver Lake to be the least gutter part of where, you know, the east side is. Not so much where I live, but just in general. Like, you know, I would figure if shit was going to go down, I mean, I figure it'd be at the, at the frontier. You know, like, like I mean, Silver Lake is pretty safely gentrified. Clearly, but funny story. But I mean, story, obviously not that. Yeah, funny story. Uh, motherfuckers, like, literally nine blocks from here are getting beat up for no reason at all. And uh, I guess there was a new de- new development last week. They, I guess they, rec- they arrested some kids, like, in Echo Park, and... You know, they were tied to some, but, like, apparently they weren't... Like, it certainly didn't account for all of them. So, as far as I know, I mean, this could there. change... I mean, at time of recording. At, at, at uh, the time of recording... There are still, like, criminals at large. At large. There are people at large. At this time of this recording, if you are fucking, like, fucking bro, and you're fucking just, like, walking around town, maybe don't. Maybe get on a fucking bike yeah, and fucking right. keep your eyes out, or maybe just, like, take well, that might whip. just steal your bike. Uh, you know, maybe you can, if you can get eyes on them, you can get around them. But that's not that's another story. Uh, the issue is like just like look alive, so like it's not all the cracked up to be. Uh, shit's going on. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, fucking yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know, hopefully they'll they'll get on that. All right. So now I think it's time. Uh, we have a special guest in the studio, and I think we're going to debut a new segment right now. Uh, this one, I will say, has been long in the works. Um, uh, something that's come just ripe enough to pick from the fucking clutches of real talk. Is something I think we're gonna call Dapper as Fuck. That's right, this is Dapper as Fuck with our uh, resident gentleman. Resident gentleman. This is Spencer from Empire of the Sun. The Empire. What's up, guys? How are you? Yeah, welcome. All right, so we're, uh, we're hanging out in the real studio, and today I think we're gonna talk about the air tie. Ah, uh, yes, the air the tie. The air tie. So I wear a necktie a lot. Um, I've uh, adorn that necktie with a little a madman affectation, which is the tie clip. I'm proud of the tie clip. I've gone to a bow tie. I'm proud to wear the bow tie. The frontier at this juncture is the air tie. Kanye came out at the VMAs. He was wearing a very dapper suit, a white shirt tucked in, buttoned up all the way to the top. Where a tie would normally be, there was not. There was nothing. There, there was, was nothing. An air, air tie. And it, it is known as the air tie. So he, wow. So he, so you're saying is like the collar was pressed, everything was buttoned, it was like everything was together, there was just yes. nothing there. Yes, nothing there. In, right. in, invisible tie, the air tie. Wow. So, I mean, obviously, this is like a, this is an advanced maneuver. This is, this is serious. I mean, if Kanye is the one doing it, I imagine, like, could, could, here's the issue. I know you've done the air tie. How, how does it work? How can you pull it off? How, like, when, when are the occasions? Like, what, what's, what kind of shirt? It's, it's really, really a tough call. I mean, it's got to be a nice, it's got to be a nice shirt. It's got to be, it's got to be pressed. It's got to look good. Sometimes you go out there, you look like a stand-up comedian from the 80s. Comedian, female comedian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. th- there yeah. is definitely a, a sense of that. And um, a lot of people, let's be frank, have problems about this. Like, it's, it's a very divisive fashion issue at this point. And honestly, I don't always feel confident wearing it. Um, I have worn it. I was not let into the car by my parents uh, to a Hanukkah party, family Hanukkah party, because I was trying to rock the air tie. And really? They were not, they were not feeling it. They didn't it. understand it. They didn't understand well, it. Was the, issue, was the issue they didn't feel you were dressed up enough or you were too edgy? I think the issue was they thought I looked like a nerd. Was it dad? Wow. Or they, they, basically, your parents, oh. your parents said to you, like, no, that's, that's not cutting it. You need to look more dapper than this. Like, you're, you're failing. It was dad-wise, mom-wise, sis-wise. Oh, uh, my Empire God. of the sis. The empire. But Younger sis. The triple team. The triple team. Uh, I, I was, they were, they were not happy. The whole clan, huh? 
I mean, um, and probably on some level, though, it goes to show you that you're doing something right. If the little sister and, like, the parents, like, who I've met all of them and would, you know, love them very much. You would take a bullet around. for them, right? How many bullets? All around. How many bullets? Uh, for which one? Each. <laughs> Each. <laughs> I'm not going to call them one on the air. I will say this. There was a peak of four bullets and uh, a low of a low of a bullet for the entire Spencer okay. clan. Right. I, think, I think we know how that's going to Wow. I'm going to figure out who's who on that. I do not know when it is appropriate when it is not appropriate. I, I think the appropriateness, okay. the appropriateness scale depends on your level of confidence and right. your well, I mean, level of crunkness. We're talking about style. It, is, it all comes out of confidence. Like, you have to own it, you have to rock. Truly, truly. Especially, especially if you do see it, it's under an avant-garde context, you well, know? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, that's the thing. Like, like it's not going to be in a gap ad. Like, if you see it, it's fucking Daniel Day-Lewis or fucking, like, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Here's something I like, think we can agree on. The day you see the air tie in the, in the fucking gap ad... Oh, it's, it's done. Later. Oh, it's fucking. It's fucking beyond later. It's fucking destroyed. Like that's. I mean, that's. I think that's a good move. Like, like Ollie mentioned earlier, when motherfuckers are hating on you, when people are telling you like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, chances are not guaranteed. But I feel like Spencer, you tell me if you agree. Chances are you might be onto something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but the thing is, is you want to be the fucking Daniel Desario of it all. You want to okay. be James Franco's character from Freaks and Geeks. Very laid back, very popular with the ladies. He could button it up all the way to the top, yeah, and it felt right. No one's asking. And he's the Fonz of his time. He is the Fonz of his time, and and I think that there is a Vato element too. And right. uh, true, true. How do you avoid? Now, tell me this. Let's say this, like, because personally, I wear a lot of like t-shirts, hoodies, like fucking like you know, like skate shoes and fucking like flannels and shit. Could I rock the air tie? Oh, you yeah. need it. You need a blazer. The blazer helps. Yeah, here, okay, so here's the question. I mean, what kind of accoutrement do you need? I mean, let's say we're getting dressed from the ground up. Yeah, Why take, don't you take, take, us, take through us through an take air tie outfit? Well, I would say uh, some jeans, fitted jeans, always. APCs are good. Uh, acnes are good. Um, and then I'm going to come back to the belt because I think that okay. might be a we'll debate that it. we need to have. We'll talk about it. Um, a fresh shirt. I like in Oxford. I think, you know, your, your, your average plaid... It works with flannels. If you're wearing it with a suit, it's got to be pressed. It's got to be nice. If you're right. wearing it out, just chilling. I would say, you know, even like a slightly ruffled Oxford is cool. But you're going to need a blazer. You're going to need a pea coat or uh, a fresh nom de guerre jacket, something to, uh, you know, okay, fine. So to, we, to okay. cover it up. Because right. right. okay. when you're just wearing a shirt buttoned up all the way to the top, and it doesn't have to be tucked in, I will say uh, that. I was going to ask. It does not have to be. I know Ollie in. and the Sun differ on this agreement. Ollie it, says it should be tucked in. The Sun it says depends no. how Don't f- speak for me. It depends oh. how fitted the shirt is, but I do not think it needs to I be tucked in. I mean, let's say it's in. fitted. They're always fitted. Is this like a dinner thing or like a partying thing? Party thing. Party thing. I really? think I think yeah. it's it's a long ways away before you can really be taken seriously in it. Mom and Dad, Empire they're of the Sis. They're not, not ready. They're not ready for it. And now right, I, right, I would like back, to... Let's go back to the belt. Let's go back to the belt. tucking in thing. I mean, I, my I mean, my stance on the air tie. By the way, I should say right now, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the air tie. I mean, I can appreciate it. I would consider what rocking it. it. I, I I will say this: I rock the air tie with a fucking flannel and fucking like fucking jeans, untucked, fucking hoodie, the whole deal. Like with a fitted. Like I've rocked. Like I've, it's I've done it. Style. And, and, and that's true. I probably fall into Vato style. That's Boyle Heights style. And, you know. You know what? I, I'm no glad I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Are you done? I'm done. I mean, I just feel like if you're okay, if you're gonna do the air tie, you know. And it's going to be like, you're going to be totally buttoned up on top, like all the way to the top, button down collar, if it's a button down collar. You can't have your shit just ragged at the bottom, you know, untucked. 
And I feel like that even extends, like you have to have either, I feel like you gotta have belt or suspenders. You gotta have your shit put together. Otherwise, what's the point? It's about the silhouette, you gotta be clean. I was just gonna say, like you, you mentioned silhouette, I was just thinking about that because I feel like it is all about the silhouette. I think sticking to like a hard and fast rule, always tucked in, always belt, you know, like you're limiting yourself. If it's intentional, I feel like intent is nine tenths of the law. Like it doesn't matter what you do, air tie, tucked in, not tucked in, as long as you have the intent behind it, which goes into confidence, you know, Spence, as you were saying, like, uh, I, feel like I mean, where- there's, there, there are no hard and fast rules. And like we said earlier, like, it's all about attitude. And like, if you can rock it and you can pull it off, then that's fine. But I'm saying as a general rule, I think that if you're going to, like, be I- all buttoned up and, like, rocking the shit, you know, airtight-wise on top, then, you know, you got to carry it out throughout. Listen, though, listen, though. I mean, if you tuck that shit in, you are in serious danger of entering, like, straight up Urkel nerd territory. I mean, look, and that's what I'm saying, like, a fitted shirt that doesn't come down too far, I think you are safe in this respect. With your staples, you know, your hoodie, your fucking, um, uh, you know, like your knit cap, your fitted, like, you know, like your, your, your tie, your staples. Your my, my, your my, staples. my staples, like, like your bow tie, your <laughs> suspenders, this and that. I feel like it's not important what you wear, but so much in how, how you wear it. I mean, I, I feel like we're done with the air tie, but the last, my last statement on it is it's a fucking audible. I mean, seriously, there's the air tie. If you don't, if you wear it when you come out of the house and you feel like, hey, this shit looks good. And then 20 minutes in the night, you're like, uh, it's done. It's done. It's yeah, later. You unbutton the top button, boom. It's later. You don't yeah. have to carry anything in your pocket. You don't have to like, where am I going to put this shit? It's done. That's, that is a fucking really great point. You, you have the option. You have and the also option. on the flip side of that, there have been plenty of times where I've, had a couple of makers and I'm like air all right time. I'm tightening yeah, you it put up the air tie on. tighten it up tie, yeah. 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 tie on that air tie bring it out <sighs> what you're saying is the air tie is always an option if you if you're a man who's wearing a button up Oxford it is the ultimate audible mm, I like it I like it very much I'm still against it but I mean that's fine I, I agree I agree Spence I will say this I, I've enjoyed fucking having you here I know we talked about it uh, I'm gonna send you an invitation uh, it's two parts number one would you like to stick around for the rest of the show uh, yes. Sure. Okay, fair enough. And secondly, uh, would you like another brew? Uh, I got one. I got one. No, I'm good. But uh, I'm going on a solo mission for brews. Real talk. All right. So, Jeremy, welcome back. Um, oh, thank you. Got you got your beer. You ready? I do have the brew. Okay, because we're going to go uh, to a new discussion. Now, I got a question for you guys. Last week, we talked about old ballers. Uh, this week, I want to talk about a little something different. I want to talk about being the old guy in the scene. At what point do you hang it up? You know, I mean, at what point are you like, you know, I've had a good run, partying, going to shows, hanging out with the kids, I'm, I'm just too old. Or, I mean, the other route is Never. you could be that one, that one old guy who's like always... Jack Nicholson. Not Jack Nicholson. I'm talking about like the old guy, like nobody really knows his name, but like he's always like at the smell, like he's at the venue years older or at the bar, you know. Him. And he's like, he's just that old guy. You know, I mean, do you want to be that guy? Yes. Or... Yes. Yes. Tell, tell us about it. Jeremy, you first. I, I just real quick, I just I fucking every show that I go to, I'm gonna be the oldest motherfucker there. I wanna go to a show and like I'm the oldest person there by far. I wanna go to a show where like I'm jumping around, I'm taller than everyone else, and like everyone's telling me like, what the fuck is this well, why is this guy here? And I'm like, because I know about shit. Jeremy, I have to tell you you're not gonna keep growing at this juncture. You're as tall no, as you're no, ever but gonna if, be. But if I go to a show with like, a bunch of like seventeen year olds That's true, he's gonna be the I'll be the tallest guy, oldest guy in the scene. Yeah, but you may not be the tallest. Well, well then, you okay, asshole. It's more, it's, it's more about being the old guy in the scene. Okay, we're not talking tallest guy in the scene. 
Exactly. Personally, like, yeah, I would like to be the old guy who's, like, booking all the bands or, like, hanging out or doing whatever, like, fucking, like, owns the labels, just like, fucking, like, chilling. But at the same time, I, like, We're, I okay, would well, not mind being with a bunch of What if you don't own the labels or anything? You're right, knows you're right. who you are. They only know you as, like, you're that old guy who goes to all the shows. Oliver? I mean, I'm not talking about, like... You know, I mean, I guess we're sort of talking about, like, you know, what point do you start going to, like, I mean, like, I guess older bars where older people go? I mean, how how does that work? I don't even know. Never. I I was at Red Lion recently, like, in the past couple of days, and no offense everyone who goes there, but I looked around and I realized, like, everyone here is 10 years older than me. Like, why am I here? You know? And I wasn't, there's nothing wrong about the place, but I felt like I was, like, I felt like I was drinking with my, my parents, you know, like not not like like oh my god, I'm so young. Like I'm not like a young guy, but like just like the tone of the place, and I don't ever want to lose that. And like maybe like becoming like the old guy in the scene means that like I am just that guy among my friends that like stills into like the hot shit. Because but but you know, either in in any sense of the capacity, I I do I do not, I endeavor never to be. The old fucking guy who says those damn kids in their music or get off my lawn. Like I, right. I really, I want to be that fucking guy where like right. I embarrass my fucking kids because they're like they're Frankenstein. Like, Have you heard of so and so? I'm like their first EP was shit, and like yeah. that's all I say in the front of the minivan, right. and like they could like dad quit blowing me up. Like see, I want to be that guy. See, that's what I'm talking. Like I'm not having kids. Okay, fine. That's another subject. I'm just saying. Well, like, um, no, that's that's like my thing. Like, well, you know, okay, you're saying. Yeah. Well, fucking Jeremy and I are having kids. Together. Together, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, clearly. I mean, if all this probably works out, we get our fucking shit, by the way, we're good. Um, But, I mean, I've always thought of, like, once you get old, like, the, the, the line between young and old comes when you're like, okay, I've seen the movies, I've seen, the, I've listened to the music, I've... Uh, gotten the clothes on. This is where I draw the line. I don't want yeah. anything else new. I'm happy with what I have, right. and that's you're it. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I think, in the terms of going to shows and shit and being out there, it's different. Shows shows are kind of like a whole different little beast there because it's like if you want to support a band that you like and they happen to be new and young people happen to be into it too, cool, whatever. Like you can stand in the back. You don't have to be the the, the dude in the pit with his shirt off, who's sweatier and and like has that's gray true. chest hair. Yeah, yeah, but on the other hand, you don't want to be showing up at the high school parties. You don't want to be showing up even at the college parties. You Here's the deal. Wanna... Here's the deal. If the scene, for whatever reason, is at a high school party or a college party, I will be there. See, mm, too no. far. Too far. No. I feel like you get arrested yeah. for that. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I think I think that's where you you got to draw the line. Here's here's okay, what I'll say. Here's, here's what I'll say this. Like, Spencer and I are going to make sure you are not going. to... I mean, you have to. College parties, maybe. You're not going to high school. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. If you were in D.C. in the fucking, like, early 80s, and you were, like, at, like, uh, um, you know, some, like, hardcore show, fucking minors and, like, you're, like, yeah. 33 we're, years yeah, old, we're not. you've been it's playing not. music for 10 years, and, like, you're 16-year-olds in the crowd. You know what I mean? That's the fucking scene. If you're skating, if you're skating, and you're fucking 14 years old, and you're hanging what's, out at the fucking what's park. What's your obsession with fucking, skateboarding, like, by the way? Like, like it's, it just doesn't matter. I'm saying, like, the scene. Like, they're fucking, like, I ride bikes. I ride motherfucking bikes. There are motherfuckers who ride bikes with me who have gnarly ass beards, fucking, like, like are built like crazy, who are cat like three level racers do wolf pack like like that and they are 35 36 37 but they fucking roll past me like nothing talk to me blah blah blah, blah and they're in the scene and can i tell you something when we look at them we don't say like why is this old guy hanging out with us we say like you know he's the old man in the scene i think as long as you're there yeah, to too. support some kind of art or some kind of cultural movement you're set but if you're just going because you heard that your younger cousin is having some kind of party, no, clearly, clearly, like, you're in trouble. Well, I think, I think, hope, hopefully, 
Being the old man in the scene implies you are a builder of said scene. You've been in said scene for years. Whether or not that's like music, and music will always be wherever, it'll always be young people listening to what is like awesome new music. If you are that guy, like there are fucking like six year old record dudes who fucking know about some band in Clearwater that like hasn't been signed yet. They're gonna be big, like, like whatever. Like it doesn't matter like how yeah, but old they're you not get. like at the fucking. No, know, they're not. Cool they're not in the pit, but I'll tell you where they are. They are in the back of that shitty club. Club, fucking like hanging out like checking this fucking new band out you know like I, th- I think that like you can be in being in the scene like for me just means like staying relevant at the end of the day it's means staying relevant like basically there was a point with my father with your father with your father where a new movie came out a new fucking record fucking new clothes new whatever new anything and they were like down and then six months later the same fucking whatever put out some new shit and they said you know what I'm good. And it's that moment, like you said earlier, when you decide, you know what, I don't need any more new shit. I'm good. I'm cool with what I have. I hopefully will have an appetite for new shit for my entire life. I hope to be old, like, it doesn't matter what age. I hope to be like, you know what, I, this cool shit was cool, it's just now later. I need some new shit. You know what I mean? And, like, God forbid there's some fucking, like, 20-year-olds putting out new shit, but I will go over there and be like, you know what, I need new shit. I'm sorry. But at a certain point, I feel like there's a certain bit of loneliness that comes from, like... If you're in, if you're the old dude and you're there and like you want to be around the scene, you want to be around the kids. You oh, are yeah, lonely. I mean, you, you were trying to lonely. like recapture well, okay, you some. Can, okay, you know, well, yes. you guys are painting like a different scenario than I'm thinking. You guys are painting the scenario. Well, obviously, of, like, you're uh, idealizing drive, it because I mean, you know. Yeah, like you guys are saying, like I drive my Sentra alone to the smell and I like valet park That's it exactly and what I we're walk down about. and I stand in line way early because I'm really old and I hang out there because I love the music. No, 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 no. Old man in the scene says to me, "You never left." You know what I mean? Like, you got in the scene, whatever it is, knitting, crocheting, hockey, fucking fixed gear bikes, fucking rapping, fucking journalism, doesn't matter. You got way, in the way scene. Way to slip in fixed gear bikes, everybody. Well, yeah, of course. I toss it in. You know, like, you got in the scene early, and you never left. Any cred you have to give, you were the one doling it out. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the way it works. Like, if the old man in the scene, I'm ideally, is not just a old guy at the show, but the old man in the scene. But, I mean... Essentially, I mean, there comes a point where, I mean, no matter how cool you are or how long you've been around, you're just going to be that old dude. Like, who, oh, who's that that's old true, dude? That's true, that's true. Like, that, is, that is the fight of growing. That is the fight of becoming older. That is the epic battle that very few people ever win, which is yeah. fighting against the tide of your own irrelevancy. Right, it's yeah, going to happen to everyone. There will become a point where I won't know what the new band yeah, is. I no, won't no, give no. a shit. And I'll tell I you think, what. I want to put that shit off. I want to fight as long as I can. I think just like our parents thought, because they grew up amongst a, a cultural shift, and, and we think that when that time comes for us, that's not going to be us. But you know what? It is going to be us. I, and, and you know what? I, and you know what? Like, you just... I mean, I don't know. All, all I will say is I'm going to keep an open mind, and I'm going to enjoy shit. You don't have to retreat, I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say, go right have you ever felt like you're the old man in the scene? At this point, at, uh, I mean, our ages, we're mid-twenties. Has it happened to you yet? I will say, no. 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 Um, it's happened to me, like, a couple times, but every time it's happened, I've enjoyed it. It's never been bad. It's like every single time it's happened, it's been like kids who've been like, oh shit, man, this is so cool. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I've always felt like, you know what, it is cool. And you know what, let me tell you how to enjoy it. Do this, this, and this, do this, this, and this. Like, these are the ways to go. Like, it's like, it's, it's always been fun. Like, but, 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 old man in the scene, we're talking like 22 to 16. We're talking 24, 25 yeah, to 20. Like, I've never been, I've, I don't, I've never been outside of five years from someone, like, as the old man in the scene. So, like, I don't even know. Because old man in the scene, we're talking about like a 30 year age gap. Right, right, right. We're talking about like a 50 year old with a bunch of like high schoolers. Well, I, I gotta like, say, I went to the Wheezy show 
the yeah, Lil Wayne oh, show right, right. at the Universal Amphitheater, uh, which is now the Gibson Amphitheater, actually. That's how old I am. I'm the old man <laughs> in the scene. I got there, and I'm standing around, and I'm just noticing, like, all these fucking kids are, you know, 16, like, yeah. 15. And, yeah. and I'm like, ah, them. these fucking kids behind me. And, and at that moment. And at that moment, I felt like the old man in the scene. I will, I, I will say this. The old did, man, wait, hold on. How did it feel? I just felt, like, awkward, like, yeah. being around these... These kids. 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 Yeah, 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 kids. yeah. I think I think a key component of old man in the scene is basically it's like, when do you leave? Like, okay, you're in a room with a bunch of twenty year olds, then you're in a room with a bunch then you're then you're ten years older, then you're fifteen years older, then you're twenty years older, and everyone like you're you're like fucking writing kids college admission letters. Then you're fifty years older, then you're the same age as like the parents old. of the kids in the scene. You know, well then, then you're like then, the cool teacher. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the issue. You know? Like, like, do you stay yeah, that long? And the thing so. is, like, I think you know, like you said, Oliver. Like, or, and excuse me, I apologize, uh, Spencer. Like you brought up earlier, you know, if you're contributing to some like common goal or ethic or whatever, you know, whether it's like, I mean, like the motherfuckers who still think punk is alive. Like, I fucking like my heart goes out <laughs> to them. My heart goes out to them. You know, <laughs> like, blast. Whatever. Blast. They fuck punk is dead. Fuck these guys. Like, I mean, like, like I mean, like those you're guys. Here. Those guys are serious. You know, like I nothing but respect for them. Like you're 50 years old and like you're fucking wearing like some like serious fucking like suicidal tendencies fucking shirt. And you're fucking yelling in my goddamn face. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna take you fucking serious because you are the old man in the scene. You never left. You've been you've been stewing in that shit. I feel like the old man in the scene is the motherfucker who's like still listening to like fucking like art rock or some shit like 20 years from now and it's like you know like with like the same dudes who always been playing like David Byrne is an old man in the scene yeah. he's an old man in the fucking scene know. you know Thirsty Moore was that Thirsty Moore you're right you're right that's Sonic another King. motherfucker and keep going. I mean hold he just played Sonic. the smell uh, last weekend yeah, I mean David Bowie I mean yeah, you can talk like yeah. I mean this he's like he apparently is like responsible for blasting out arcade fire to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel yeah. Like he's and like, and like he's he's, he's in, in, on like just like anything. Like these are guys that like for whatever reason never left. These are kings. still around. These, these are, are kings. These, these, these are, are kings. kings. These you are kings. Compare them to these are men. these are kings. These I mean, are kings. The, the old stinky guy in the beard with the wife beater sweating, you know, to the No Age show is not David Bowie. Yeah, like he's Bowie. Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you and Mr. Sweatbox. Got his fucking, like, you know, like, laser and rode back to his spot in Angelino Heights, all right? And fucking smoked a bowl with his ass. And he fucking pulled out some fucking, like, serious fucking, like, like rising spring, like, 80s fucking emo shit back before emo was even a word. And was, like, played it for you. He's like, yeah, I was at their show. Let me tell you something. Even, like, not only are you the old man in the sing, the old, excuse me, not only are you the old man in the scene, you are my fucking king. And you would bow to him. That's the issue about it. That's the issue about it. Bold being, the old, being the old man in the scene, part of it is accruing many years of scene knowledge. All Spell right, all right. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to have to cut this off. Cut it off. <laughs> cut it off. That's it. Old Let's man in the on. scene, good ways. Okay. We'll come back to this another show, maybe. Definitely not. Whatever. Now it's time for a part of the show we like to call I Know It Was You. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. This is the part of the show where we call people out for some shit that they did. For some shit that they did! Do you have one, Jeremy? I do not. Well, you know what? You're in luck, because I do. A couple weeks ago, a good friend of ours, the man known only as DeGrucius, I think this was like on a Saturday after a Friday night or a Sunday after a Saturday night, and got like a, I don't know if it was a text or a call or whatever, but like, the, oh, hey, where were you last night? Uh, missed out on this good party in Beachwood. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the thing was pretty good. You know, it was like booze and like fucking people and music and like whatever, the whole deal. And I was like, well, why are you telling me now? And he's like, oh, I texted you. And I'm like, oh, really? That's interesting because uh, 
didn't have any text messages. <laughs> yeah. He didn't oh, I it. texted, you know, Joe so-and-so too, whatever. Um, that's funny. I was with him. No. I got know, a text. Nothing there. You got one. I got a text. Yeah. Okay. I didn't go. I don't I was, believe it. I was doing something else. Don't ruin my shit. So, but you know, I, I was like, all right, well, you know, cell phones being what they are, you know, maybe it's lost in the ether or whatever. And then last week, this was, uh, was it Friday night? This was Friday I night. It was Friday night. Don't hear anything uh, from old DeGrucius until uh, about 12.15, you know, so quarter after midnight. And, you know, I'm at Temp Spaces in the back area. And I get a text, oh, by the way, you know, this downtown shit is pretty good. You know, let me know if you want to roll to it. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Because I haven't heard a damn thing about this until just now. You know, the last I had heard from you and DeGrucius, because you guys were together this we night. Were, we were together. You both on blast. I, I should, you said I, that you were coming to Temp Spaces. I know, he told, he... I'm talking. I was not there. Spencer was you fucking were, there. You were there. He was you fucking there. Long story short, the three of you sons of bitches went to a fucking downtown warehouse party without me, and then you fucking let me know well into, I mean, 12.15, that's like time you know that I'm already out. My plans are set by then. Yeah. Okay. I agree. And this, you know, this is the kind of shit, so I, I'm like, DeGrucius, why do you wait till 12.15? He's like, oh, you know, I, I just kind of decided. I'm like, oh, that's funny, because I got a flyer for this thing, like, you know, at noon that day. And he's like, oh, I didn't get a flyer. I heard about it like a week ago. Aha! You fucking knew about this shit for a week, and you don't text me until fucking 12.15, you know? And it's not just, again, if this had been a one-time occurrence, I could have maybe written it off, but two weeks in a row, it's a pattern of behavior. I know as you, but I'm putting you on blast. <laughs> Uh, you put him on blast. I'll, I'll go for the rebuttal for DeGrucius. You will not. At least. You will not. <laughs> you will not. There is no rebuttal. I know as you. Spencer, I have, you know rebu- what? I have a rebuttal to I'll the rebuttal. I'll know as you too. Let's move on. Next segment. All right. Um, I believe Let's the talk next... about your fucking bike ride. I personally, myself, am riding my bicycle from San Francisco, California to Los Angeles, California. The distance, 545 American miles. And I'm doing this... For one reason, to raise money for AIDS. That's, not for AIDS, okay. not to help AIDS, against AIDS. If you give me $5, $1, let's say it's payday and you've got 10 ducats and you're tossing them out. 25, 25 ducats. 20, I mean, Oliver, here's pumping it up. $25, you can help. It's for That's a what good I'm doing. cause. I mean, it's for a great right. cause. And you can donate to uh, my ride. Yeah, how by, do you do that? Uh, you can go on to the AIDS Lifecycle website. Which is? Which is... You don't know? We'll put it in the show notes. Okay, we'll put it... It's in the show notes. Um, there'll be a link, actually, directly to me in the show notes. Right. But um, if not for that, uh, if you're on Facebook and you know me, I imagine most of you do, I have an event up and you're all on it, fucking give me those goddamn ducats. Uh, if you don't have that, you can uh, go on to itisnotforyou.com, where right. you will find on the right side, in the sidebar, a uh, link permanent up all the time to click it to donate your ducats to AIDS. Spencer, do you donate yet? I have not donated yet. He has not donated yet. Uh, I will say this. Friend of the show, Joe, uh, has donated some ducats, and I appreciate this. I'm going to give him a little shout-out here. Uh, If there was an opposite of I Know It Was You, you'd be receiving it, because uh, your ducats are helping to fight AIDS. Uh, Is that it? Are we done? Anybody have anything else for this? Wrapping it up? Spencer, I've done this a couple times before. I'll give it to you. Like anything else? Thanks, Spencer, for being here. Uh, No, I I had a great time being here. Uh, Spencer, EmpireTheSun.net, in case you don't know what's going on. If you need more dapper moments, I will say this. His blog is full of things that you can do to fucking dapper yourself. You know, thank you for being here, and uh, we look forward to more Dapper's Fuck segment. Yeah, uh, I think, is this it for Real Talk 5? That's it, done. That's Real Talk.